0: Now, in Shir Hashirim, it says, The Jewish people say to Hashem, Who will give that you will become like a brother to us? And Rashi says that we're asking Hashem that he should act with us like Yosef behaved with his brothers. He should also be that type of brother to us. Uh, Yosef, when his brother sold him as a slave, in return he was nice to them and kind with them. The same thing, we ask Hashem that even though we're undeserving, because we may have done things that we shouldn't have been doing, nevertheless Hashem should treat us kindly and, and, and generously. And not only that, Yosef did everything in his power to make sure that their sins are forgiven, as I mentioned earlier from the Alshich, the al says that the reason Yosef gave them a hard time at first is to make sure that their sins are being cleansed, they're being cleansed from their sins. So we're asking Hashem also that he should cleanse us and make sure that our sins go away. But in the Midrash, it says differently than Rashid. The Midrash says, when we ask Hashem, you should be a brother to me, it's not referring to the connection or the relationship of Yosef with his brothers but the relationship of Yosef and Binyamin. And the Tzemach Tzedek explains that the Medrash that says that Yiten is not referring how Yosef behaved with his brothers, but how Yosef behaved with Binyamin is because with Binyamin, Yosef did not give any tzar. Binyamin was totally innocent. So Yosef, when he gave a hard time to his brothers, but not to Binyamin, because Binyamin didn't do anything wrong. He didn't need any cleansing, any, any forgiveness, any any atonement. We ask Hashem, according to the Medrash, not only do we want you to treat you nicely, we don't even want you to give us any type of suffering that we may need in order to atone for what we did wrong. What Yosef did to his brothers, treat us like the way Yosef treated Binyamin. And the siddiq adds, but how could it be? Binyamin didn't do anything wrong, that's why Yosef had no reason to give him any kind of trouble. But how can, how can we ask Hashem to be like Yosef treated Binyam? And that type of brother, we, we did something wrong. And we need expiation, we need forgiveness, we need atonement. It says that some said with the is a is a human being, and he wanted to see out of great love for his brothers, he wanted to see them cleansed. And, and, and pure. So he had no choice but to give them some hardship. Because hardship in a person's life cleanses a person from evil. But Hashem is kol yachol. he can do it without suffering, without pain. That's what we say to Hashem. You are not limited. So you can be like a brother, like Yosef is to, his, to Binyamin. Not like Yosef treated his brothers. But the Rebbe in the Mime, Kedoshim, mentions this whole Medrash and Rashi on Mi Yit tencho and the Rebbe adds a remarkable insight. Why is it that we we refer to Yosef and his brothers as a model, as an example for Hashem, Hashem should treat us? Is it just like a coincidence that Yosef at Tzarek happened to treat his brothers nicely, even while they treated him badly? Does that mean that Hashem, we, we're just coincidentally... Connecting that Hashem should do the same thing with us. There must be a deeper connection between the sale of Yosef and what we are asking Hashem that he shouldn't treat us in accordance with our sins, but he should overlook them and, and forgive our sins without suffering and treat us nicely to way Yosef treated his brothers. Is there a deeper connection between the sale of Yosef and our situation in our relationship with Hashem? And the Rebbe says there's definitely a deeper connection. And the Rebbe explains like this, the sale of Yosef was that they took Yosef and they made him into a slave. when eventually he landed up in, in prison. He says, every neshama that comes with a chela kalakami mal mamesh, it's a portion of Hashem that came down into the world, into the physical body, that's already a gollus. And not only that, when it's in the body and in the, the nefesh abamis, it is in captivity. The Neshama feels like it's in captivity. It cannot express itself freely in its desire to be close to Hashem. It is shackled by the um, consciousness of the animal soul. When a Jew does his Avedis Hashem here in this world, even while the Neshama feels incarcerated and and constrained and restricted by the by the body and the animalistic um, con- desires of, of the Nefesh abamis. But if he does his aveda, he serves Hashem, he knows there's a purpose to it. The Neshama came down for a reason. There's a mission the Neshama needs to fulfill. It's here to refine and elevate and transform the body and the Nefesh and make them a vehicle to the Holocaust, to Hashem. Moreover, the Neshama itself also gains from this journey as it says in many places, that a neshama's yerida, descent into this miserable uh, life of, of a body, in a physical body, in the Neveshabamis, is for a purpose that will eventually result in the neshama having an aliyah to a place which is higher than it, exponentially higher than it ever was before it came down. The neshama knowing that there is a purpose to this challenging life here on earth provides the Neshama with great joy. It knows that even though it's hard, but it's here on a mission. Every moment that it's doing what Hashem wants, in this challenging environment, it is fulfilling Hashem's will. And Hashem's will has a great purpose. The purpose of changing the world. So that gives the Neshama some sense of respite from the suffering of being in this incarceration. But what if a person doesn't do what he needs to do? We're not talking about he does averas. Even if he doesn't do any averas, he just doesn't do He wastes his time doing idle uh, nonsense. Instead of being busy every moment with doing his shlichas on earth, he doesn't do it. At that moment, the Nisham is sad, the sham is pain and difficulty and the stress of being in this, in, in this confinement of the body becomes ever more acute and real. Because now there's no purpose to it. It's in vain. It's suffering in vain. When a Jew does his Aveira, then it's not in vain. There's at least a sense of purpose to it. But when you just don't do what you need to do, and especially if a Jew does an Aveira, that's even worse, because now you're dragging the Neshama into the lowest annals of evil, and for no reason, because you're not doing anything. On the contrary, you're doing the opposite of what Hashem sent you. So this is why... Uh, we, we use Yosef's treatment of the brother as the an analog, the analogy to our relationship with Hashem. We say, Hashem, you treat us the way Yosef treated his brothers because what we did to you by taking the Neshama and the Neshama was connected to Hashem that means we did it to Hashem as well, himself and we dragged him into a, in a, a captivity, a confinement and making that confinement real and senseless that is similar to the sale of Yosef down to Mitzrayim where he ended up in, in jail, in prison. And the Rebbe adds another point, a point of contemplation for a person about the meaning of life and the purpose why we're here. It says by the story of Yosef and his brothers that the brothers at one point, when they didn't know this was Yosef, they were standing in front of Yosef in this book between each other, they said, We feel guilty we are guilty they recalled and reminisced on the fact that when they tried to sell Yosef, Yosef was pleading with them begging them not to do it and they didn't listen, they ignored his pleas and it says that this made them feel even more guilty they felt the fact that they ignored his cries and his pleas is worth in the actual sale itself and he says the Rebbe says a similar way in our relationship with Hashem. Our neshames and the shchinah that the neshama is attached to are crying for help. They're begging us every moment, do your shlichas because it's painful. Our existence down here on earth is extremely painful. As long as you do your shlichas, we feel there's a purpose, there's meaning. So the pain is, is not as great. It's accompanied with a sense of joy and satisfaction. But when you don't do your mission, you don't fulfill your shlichas, you waste your time, then the pain is really great. And the neshama is... The neshama begs us, please, don't do that. Don't cause me any pain. And we're ignoring those pleas. That's much worse than the actual uh, crime itself. And this is the analogy of the sale of Yosef. And then we ask Hashem, but Hashem, please treat us the way Yosef treated his brothers. Despite of all that, what they did, they ignored his pleas, they they sold him as a slave, he saw in it the, the blessing and not the curse. And he wanted to see only good for them. You do the same thing. Show us the deeper purpose of why there is sin. Because the truth is, ultimately, even evil has a purpose. And the purpose of evil is also the greater good that's going to come out when Mashiach comes. Show us the inner good that's hidden even in the darkest places of sin and evil.